Some of your research data said that I think it was one third of managers said that they lack the confidence to to hold good good meetings, which I think probably shouldn't surprise us because if we're honest and I'll think back to all the kind of team meetings we've sat in, in throughout our careers, we've probably and hopefully sat in some great ones, but most of us have probably sat in some pretty shocking ones as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd love to know just a little bit more about some of the, the the details of that kind of research headline, and particularly for people listening, I'm sure they'd uh, be keen to know if there are any sort of particular actionable insights that that come from that section of the research. So yeah, so t- talk to us about that, if you will. Yeah, so I think yeah, it's it's true. A third of managers lack the confidence to run good team meetings, and actually, what we see is the connection, as you said, between you know highly effective and frequent team meetings and, you know, advocacy or engagement compared to team meetings that are not so effective. And I think it's a, it's a tough thing to get right. And I think there are a number of things that we've sort of learned from our from our research. Firstly, one size does not fit all. So we know that in, you know, organisations with operational teams and frontline teams, you, if you're creating a framework for team meetings that you want to sort of create some consistency in an organisation and therefore upskill managers to be able to run team meetings better, you need to make sure that you're taking into account what works in different operational contexts. So what works in a you know head office environment where you can get people together virtually or physically for an hour a week or whatever it is, is not going to work the same in a in a warehouse or in, on a shop floor. So you need to, if you're you know part of the team thinking about what team meetings should look like, that's a really important consideration to, to bake in and then make sure that the the sort of approach that you put together works. The critical thing for me with team meetings is about interactivity. And team meetings, I think, are shifting away from the traditional corporate cascade of, you know, sort of progress and performance updates to, to engendering more conversation about the culture or conversation about, about priorities for the team. And the work that we're doing with with a number of clients actually is about helping them to make that shift. And that's not a shift you can just make overnight and say, go and have a conversation as a team. You need to guide people and equip them to be able to do that. So a lot of organisations at the moment are creating sort of team conversation toolkits that throw an idea in and provide some facilitate some sort of questions to, to spark a discussion and spark a debate and a structure for a conversation, but but no content so it enables the team to sort of have that conversation themselves and in a cleverly sort of guided and curated way without it being prescriptive and one size fits all, I guess. Um, the other thing for me is about role modelling. And it's a little bit like the challenge with performance management. You know, the more senior you get in an organisation often, the less effective your experience of things like team meetings or performance reviews will be. And somehow there's an expectation that senior leaders maybe don't do it quite in the right way, but you expect your frontline managers to role model and and do a great job of running team meetings, running performance reviews with, with their teams. So I think making sure that that tone from the top is absolutely clear and that your chief exec is running highly effective team meetings with their team. It's not just exec sessions that you, you know, where you're, you're focused on your sort of formal exec agenda, but that you you are you have that sense of team and sort of collegiateness among an executive team is just as important as it is as it is in the front line. So I think that sort of role modelling comes back to authenticity and stuff. If you're not role modelling from the top, then it's going to be a struggle to embed um, confidence and effectiveness in in running team sessions throughout the organisation. One of the things I found really useful was um, probably the best team meetings I was part of was where we implemented um, Nancy Klein's Time to Think. 
And we had a team of very imbalanced sort of introverts and extroverts within the team, which meant that team meetings became quite one-sided and a bit of a bun fight for those those who were more more extrovertly inclined. And implementing a sort of system like Time to Think meant that our team meetings had focus and the quieter voices in the room always had a you know an equal share of the voice and the say. And if people came to our team meetings to present stuff or talk to us about stuff, it also gave them a really positive experience in little bit forced. We found it quite difficult to start with, but once we'd sort of embraced it and gone with it, we found it worked really, really well for collective decision making and making sure that we got that diversity of thought um, at the heart of you know decisions that we were making as a team. 